listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even the Cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys are watching romantic comedies for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. I'm Kevin Doyle. My name is John Sieber. Listen, part three of my big, fat, Greek wedding. Opa. I hope you guys are ready for some fucking climaxes and some denouements. Because <laughs> that's what's coming at you on this episode. Denouements. Dude, we should have named this podcast the Denouement. Ah, oh, the Denouement. We really the screwed Denouement that up. Daddies. The Denouement Daddies. Denouement Daddies. I don't even know what Denouement is. Denouement is uh, Aristotle. Is it Aristotle? Arist- or it's just it's 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 structure, story structure. Ah, yeah, got it. So um, it's kind of the you know after the climax. Okay. Um, I have to yeah after the climax is okay. the Denouement. Right, what, it's, but it's what is fall, it? All I know is it's when the it, falling action. Right? Can you give me some examples in some movies? Sure. Um, yeah, day. My big fat denouement. It's one of them. So denouement definition is the final part of a movie play or narrative in which the strands of the plot are drawn together and matters are explained or resolved. Okay. Um, so it's like um, it's I'm I'm going through Dan Harmon's story circle right now. And okay. It's, it's return. It's at the end where yeah. You're it's back the return and, home. It's the return. And you've home. changed. You've it's, changed. Yeah. It's it's when it's when uh, Frodo it's, gets back. He's he like, goes back the, to the Shire. What the fuck happened mm-hmm. to the Shire? And they're like, well, you're still short. <laughs> but well, that's, actually, that wouldn't be the denouement. The denouement would be when when Frodo leaves the Shire. No. 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 no that's no. the that's the uh, I don't know what it's called. I was gonna say the initial action, the inciting incident. When he leave, when he goes to the White Havens after because he can't live in the Shire any longer. Oh, oh, you mean leaves yeah, at you're the right. end, end? I thought you meant left at the beginning. You're right. I was like, Thank you're you. way off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that yeah, I, that movie actually in book play with it a lot because the book is way different too. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, but it'll be like yeah, if there's a fight in this, there's just like blah 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 blah, blah and then and then they kiss and fall in the water and kiss and fall in love and then it's the end. It'll so be, it'll be it'll be the denouement will be when his mom says Opa for the first time. That'll be the climax. <laughs> that'll um, be the climax. Yeah, it'll be that scene at the end that's like w- when they're having coffee and just be like, "Well, so this is our life now." And she's mm-hmm. like, "And it's a great life." I like to think of all things and it's in a movies Greek from life. the lens of Hitch. Is this the scene when they're dancing at the wedding and then Hitch? And there's a big dance party that leads to credits. Yeah, I've never seen Hitch. Shut. Leave. I thought I watched it with you. No, what? I'd never seen we it. And in then the Hamptons how are you and doing? How attention. are you doing this podcast and never seen? I love Hitch. That's why I'm doing the podcast. <laughs> I thought <laughs> we watch gonna, Hitch. I thought we were going to end this the Hitch hymns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Now I know there's a wedding in Hitch. Fuck. No, there's not. Okay. No, there's not. There's not. No. But yeah, the the day new Will Smith dies alone. Hitch is a heist movie. It is. There was um. There was this article that I saw that somebody posted that was talking about Brag. how like the oppressive nature of sto- it was literally like oh, introduction, yeah. rising action, climax, 
and they said that that was like oppressive oppressive three x structure yeah and i was just like well then don't use it and see how your fucking play goes or your movie goes i bet you could talk to a lot of like frustrated screenwriting nerds and be like it is oppressive (laughs) (laughs) sid feels driving me nuts i just want to write something that's sprawling (laughs) like it is oppressive to a lot of people yeah but it's like it's funny it just it works it does. It, I mean, it's it was. I was I was reading an article about it uh, before we watched uh, part two, and um, it yeah, it's like people attribute it to Sid Field who mm-hmm. wrote the, the storybook. Okay, but like it's tales all this time. It's yeah. it's 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 like story structure from like Greek myths, and Aristotle. Yeah. yeah, and and yeah, and like the story circle is like popularized by Dan Harmon, but it's also Joseph Campbell popularized it, and before him, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like, dude, how fucking hyped will it's this spring? Dad, it's the seasons. How hyped it's the world will the dad from my big fat Greek wedding if he was like, he was like, to, to just be like, <laughs> yeah. we created story. We created this. <laughs> Aristotle. Yeah, ex- Sophocles. Yeah, exactly. Who's the other one? Plato. Well, did Plato do that? No. Is he Greek? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Plato's uh, cave. Plato interpreted Aristotle. Plato was the the student to Aristotle. It went it went Socrates, Plato, Aristotle. Who would you say is the best? Socrates, Socrates, dude. Because he Crete, he. Well, there was the pre-Socratics too, who like thought like this is the. <laughs> How deep do you want to go? Uh, this is like we don't need to talk about Greeks ever again after this. This so. is like like <laughs> the way thought came is there was a shift from mythos to logos. So like, at some point when Homer was writing shit, it was like lightning exists because zeus throws a lightning bolt at you right Mm -hmm. that's like the myth that is where all thought started Mm -hmm. and then the philosophers started to categorize and explain the world and so now it ended with aristotle and if you're a philosophy nerd don't chastise me there was a lot in between it ended with aristotle saying no nature the environment science causes the lightning strike and so Mm -hmm. the pre-socratics all the way through aristotle were the shift from mythos to logos Dude, logos um, being blueprint. You know what's so funny is a Katie, your wife, she says like Aiden is her guy, mm-hmm. right? And she's like, John is such an Aiden. And if you went into my big fat Greek wedding and you just dropped that knowledge, the dad would be like, "You needed to marry my daughter. <laughs> he understands the people. <laughs> yeah, totally. He understands the Greeks. <laughs> and they and they raped a lot of kids along the way." <laughs> Yeah, but then they said, let me tell you where that comes from. <laughs> Greece. As long as you spray Windex, Windex on yeah, it, exactly. it doesn't count. It's not right. <laughs> it's fine. It's not pederasty. Um, that's that's super interesting though, because um, yeah, there. W- w- do you know at all like where story came? Because w- I guess theater started with Greece, so therefore story. One of my favorite stories, by the way, is Lizostrata, mm. which is that all the women, all the men were at war. And so Lizostrata. Lizostrata. <laughs> Truth hurts, bitch. I mean, um, <laughs> like I think But in Lizostrata. That's like that's way that's like way pre-Socratic. That's like Homer was like oh. was like writing the, the poems, the Iliad and the Odyssey, like those uh, I don't know where like story fits into it. Philosophy is like the the organization of thought. And like I'm not sure where the story comes from. Ex- explain Lizostrata real quick because I know it and you've told me, but it's very funny. Lizostrata, all the men are always at war, so the women are like, "Let's not fuck the men anymore." And then throughout the play, they all had like big dongs, 
And like throughout the play, all the guys' dongs would just get like harder and harder because the women wouldn't have sex with them. And so finally they stop having war so they can, and then the women fuck their men again. <laughs> so did you see like... It's, it's essentially, it's the first make love, not war yeah. thing ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it's like, you know, they just, they had some great plays back then. That one's fine. Oh, yeah. Also, there's the one about how like the guy fucks his mom, which I love that one. What is that? Uh, Oedipus. Oh, Oedipus. And he um, kills his dad. Yeah, great plot. But there's yeah, there's there's a bunch of like ancient Greek playwrights. Aristophanes, I think, is one of them. Mm -hmm. The clouds. Yeah, I would say frogs. I was in the frogs. I played Karen. Nice. He, dude, you're such a Karen. The original Karen. Did you did you go talk to the manager? (laughs) I'd like to talk to the manager of Sticks. I think without necessarily talk to Hades. (laughs) Hades. No, Hades. I would like to speak to Hades, please. Is there a Put Hades on the phone. Is there another god I could speak with? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, without knowing pre-Socratic, post-Socratic, I would say, though, that story and all that stuff is probably pre-Socratic because it seems like the other yeah. one is... It's it's just... It's it's human myth mm-hmm. without even without gods, you know? And it's yeah. not logic. Yeah. It's pre-Logos, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I put in where, does, where did story come from? And do you know the first thing that pops up on Google? What's that? Where did the Aladdin story come from? <laughs> Dude, I got in a huge debate over Aladdin about where like Agrabah is. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Where do you where do you all think Agrabah is exists in the in the if if it were in the real world, where would it be? The Saudi Arabia? That's what I thought. Yeah. No, Aladdin mm-hmm. 2 solves this. It's in Egypt. Or uh, it's in Africa. Okay. Which just I, I always thought it was the Middle East. Yeah, I would have too. I mean, I guess there's the the uh, Sphinx. Yeah, mm-hmm. but comes still alive in it. I, yeah, I, I always thought it was, I, I always thought we were in the Middle East. Wait, yeah. in Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. Um, Prince sorry, Egypt, that, That's a tangent. We're talking about my big fat Greek wedding. Yeah. Um, and story. And um, we kind of just did a my big fat Greek wedding thing where they do vaguely Middle Eastern music for just all of the culture. Yeah. And we kind of just we kind of just went full Middle Eastern North African culture. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's what's interesting and Dan Carlin talks about this in Hardcore History, which mm-hmm. is a great Dan great Carlin movie. Hardcore History. Yeah. Today we're watching my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> great podcast. Um, great podcast. Yeah. An absolute meat grinder. Yeah. Um. Guys, but he he talks about how like story like story is is. I, I'm I'm botching the quote. The victors like write the story, mm. and so yes. it's like we are like Greek framed. The Greeks framed all of culture and like mm-hmm. the Romans, and and then um, Western culture was the the cradle of all thought. And it's like that's because they won. Yeah, mm-hmm. like all this shit was happening other places, but they stamped it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, did they start story? I don't know. That's what we know because there's yeah. there's were the only ones that they didn't burn. Well, yeah. I bet actually when I looked on. Uh, the source of all knowledge, Wikipedia. When I looked on there about story um, or hero's journey, like it goes through, you see it in all societies. Yeah. When you get into ancient history, like there's, you know, that's you look in like old myths of India and myths of Africa. Like it's, it's a human thing, yeah. but you're right. It, we attribute it to people because like mm-hmm. they won and then that went through and then Western culture right. in Europe. And then and some of those America. civilizations just didn't, you know exist anymore like when you think of ancient the ancient romans like the, the pyramids and the ancient egyptians were like older to them than that culture is to us yeah, yeah. which is like crazy crazy like that's that wild. was their that was their ancient civilization so you have to think they were probably telling stories to each other they were having big fat egyptian weddings with each other and all that crap mm. well that's that's one of the reasons why i find 
these I the, the movies that we're going to be watching so interesting because they clearly are the same story that's been told for so long yeah. and yet mm-hmm. still when it can come around in a new fresh way or whatever mm-hmm. it still like hits people in a way that it's like millions and millions of dollars millions of people around the world talking about this like one story where it's like all it was was two people met and liked each other and mm-hmm. then you had had um roasted lamb at dancing Zorbas. yeah mm-hmm. yeah but hey people want to see what they want to see well i we should wrap up this movie we should go watch we'll see if see if i'm the so excited happens. this third, is the third moment. third act this is the big fat greek wedding i know we're there we got to watch the climax before we see the denouement the denouement. The denouement. All right, let's do it. Um, yeah, if you if you're following along at home, turn on. Uh, we're about uh, 59 minutes in, so, I yeah. believe. So turn on the last part of my big fat Greek wedding. We've just yourself. seen the scene where they've talked to his parents about how they're going to get married at the Greek Orthodox mm-hmm. Church and not at their country club. That's right. Pull yeah. your get yourself some uh, some what are some Greek drink? Do they have good wine? Uh yeah. yeah, well you would get um oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm blanking on it. It's the thing you drink when you do opa. It's uh oh my gosh. I had it last night. It tastes like licorice, right? Yes, it's what a real aniseed I a, taste. I had Hold a free on. shot of that last night. I went it's, to Slovak, I went to Slovaki GR in the Lower East Side. Yeah. I sat at the bar and I had a pita. It's not Sambuca. I, I don't know what it's called, but they gave me a free one just because, I don't know. They were just nice. It's the best. It's Uzo. 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 I had Uzo last night. Pour Oof. yourself a nice glass of Uzo. Get, get some, some pita. Uzo. Get some hummus. Mm-hmm. and uh, Tzatziki. Tzatziki. Let's uh, watch my big fat. Wait, hummus isn't Greek. Hummus isn't Greek. No. Hummus <laughs> is Middle Eastern. Have hummus. some too. Have some hummus. Get some of that. Get some of it. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen. What are you doing? What do you mean? I'm making Just keep it simple. I'm making the promo. Just keep it simple. Just say, hey, we're the Brav Bros, two guys that talk about Bravo. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're the Brav Bros. No. Oh. Dude, stop with the voice. Just the vo- keep it simple. I've seen promos on TV, dude. This is how you get the fans engaged. This is how you get listeners. We're trying to get listeners here. If we just say, oh, we're two dudes that talk about Bravo, people are going to get tired of it already. We need some oomph. All right, then fine. Let's try to do it with your voice. Brav Bros. Good job. My Big Fat Greek Wedding, directed by Joe Zwick. Everyone in the Portocalos family worries about Tula, played by Nina Vidalas, still unmarried at 30 years old. She works at Dancing Zorba's, the Greek restaurant owned by her parents. After taking a job at her aunt's travel agency, she falls in love with Ian Miller, a teacher who's tall, handsome, and definitely not Greek, played by John Corbett. Tula isn't sure which will be more upsetting to her father, that Ian is a foreigner or that he's a vegetarian. And now, back to the boys. Opa! Opa! It's the movie. <laughs> We're... We're back. My big fat Greek denouement. So this is weird. They there was no wedding. They didn't get married. <laughs> no. no. Um, I guess it's impressive that you can. Uh, I mean, you kind of the 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 title of the movie gives everything away. Mm-hmm. Totally. But what's the what's the end of a movie? It's supposed to be surprising yet inevitable. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, there wasn't. 
let's do you just want to get into it into discussion is there is there any sort of preface that we want to do here we'll give i would be interested in your initial feeling at the end of the movie what was it i didn't love it yeah yeah um you weren't a fan did you like the journey because it seemed like you were along for the journey you didn't like this last act yeah just- there wasn't i was preparing for more conflict like i feel yeah. like the most conflict we saw in that movie was the dad being like the family is like toast yeah yeah and then and then made the friend was like you know if they tell you to jump you jump and he's like i'm a trampoline like yeah, yeah, yeah. other than that there was like no real conflict at all and i guess maybe that's the point in it the last in the third act and any of it really in the like, whole movie yeah like between between where was the conflict between like the two of them like the only time we really well this is two answers one, the only time we really see some real conflict with them is in that date where she's like, I do this and I do this and I do this. And totally. he's like, I love you anyway. But I think this is why we said part of the reason the movie s- sticks with people is it's not a movie about conflict between them. It's a movie about can we make it together and overcome our cultures, which is why at the at the that, well, wedding like that wasn't the, tested ever. You know, I think it was tested in small ways as you go through. It's like that's all your little funny plot point scenes like it's tested Mm -hmm. i don't know if it's tested well but it's tested at the dinner where it's like it's going to be a nice dinner to meet my parents what you invited Mm -hmm. all our greek relatives and we're roasting lamb on the lawn Mm -hmm. and then like the parents show up and have that and then we got our david lynch scene where they get drunk and everything gets wobbly yeah uh, we did get our we did get our indie movie scene yeah yeah it was basically they they're sitting there they're starting to plan the wedding obviously uh, they want a big wedding, mm-hmm. and it's like you're inviting so many people, which is pretty classic. I've gone yeah. to a few like of my Catholic Italian Catholic friends' weddings, and it's like this is you mortgaged a house to what's, pay for this. Wedding. Oh, totally. What's the biggest wedding you've ever been to? People was it was like three fifty. My friend Joe. Ooh. What about you? Uh, probably. I mean, our wedding was pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. My college friend had five hundred. That's a huge and, wedding, and it was five hundred, and they. But the way they did it is they like potlucked all the food and oh, they got smart. people to bring yeah. desserts and stuff like that. Yeah. But it was a ton of people. Well, yeah. they they do the the wedding planning and then the the families meet each other. Yeah. They invite them over for dinner. There's a mm-hmm. big dinner scene in which and yeah, like you it's, said, it's supposed to be meet the parents. It's yeah. The two parents meeting each other. Yeah. And uh, I have nipples, Greg. I have nipples, Greg. Can, Can you milk, milk me? me? Can you milk me? Does yep. Tzatziki come out? <laughs> yeah. Um, they they have the entire uh, family over and they're like roasting a lamb and they're mm. outside dancing. Mm-hmm. And it looks so fun. Looks super fun. And Aiden's family comes up and they're like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. And the father is like. They, the, his parents reminded me so much of like a VH1 commercial. Of like yes. the 80s kid in the room playing yeah. music too loud and the parents being like. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, totally yeah. the. Yeah. It's the dad from uh, before Black or White comes on. The Michael Jackson yeah. song. It's yeah. like turn it down. Turn, turn it down. Turn, in turn there. it down. Squirt roasting lamb in the front yard. Yeah. Totally. So they have the big party. It's like kind of aggressive, and Aiden's just being himself, being like, "Hey, hey, like, just leave him alone." Yeah, Ian, I'm not, I'm not gonna, gonna say that. You yeah. got me once. Yeah. Then the parents drink a little bit, and they get super drunk. Then they, uh, then that's the end of that scene. Then the father is just like, "They're like toast." Yeah. This, this family's so boring. And then they go to the wedding. There, the, there's a nice scene where. 
she and we need to talk about her living at home still even uh-huh. in her 30s which i think is something that's interesting mm-hmm. um but she sits down with her mom and her mom was like you know we left our village for you mm-hmm. this is all for you that's mm-hmm. why your dad's taking it so hard and then magical grandma comes in mm-hmm. and gives her the wreath and like they look at the box of treasures yeah and um you know, th- that was a, like a moving scene mm-hmm. for sure. Touching. I'm sure like a lot of mothers and daughters watched that scene and mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. But and there's the scene with her brother where he comes in. Oh, I love his, where he I love her brother. He's trying to do the the um, menus and stuff. And then he comes to her. And what's he say? He's like, don't let anyone. He basically like it's like, don't let your past. Yeah. Like, don't you, let your past define who you are. Like, let it be part of you and yeah. you define your future. Yeah, sort of yeah. Stuff. Who was it that first pointed out that guy's lips? I did. You did. His lips yeah, and jawline are just yeah. like some of the best I've beautiful. ever seen. Do you know uh, Eric Roberts, Julia Roberts' brother? No. no. He's, I'll show you a picture of him. He's, he's got a little bit of an Eric Roberts meets Bobby Cannavale vibe. Okay. I really enjoyed that guy. Um. Yeah, so then they, she has a zit. The day of the wedding, she has a zit and all the women are like, wah! And there's this like... There's just like John uh, said, just like a linebacker of a lady who's never been in the movie so far. So yeah. you're like, who is this? Mm-hmm. Leading the charge. Getting yeah. The... Oh, yeah, yeah. I know that guy. Yeah. And yeah, you. Yeah, he's got lips. But then they, they like did the classic the at the wedding. They did the classic 90s trope of like the big bridesmaid with like yes. the, the short, fat, bald yeah. friend. Yeah. yeah. And they like, kind of make eyes at each other. Of course, only those two would be attracted to each other. Yeah, yeah exactly. the two uglies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like put those, ba- ug- bald put those people uglies are together. Ugly. Fucking gross. They're just, yeah. Fat, bald piece of shit. And this yeah. fat lady. They're, they found love. They Can found you believe love. It? Thank God. Thank God they did somehow. Yeah. These two trash compactors. Get them out of here. <laughs> it's so funny to see that because it's like the movie deals in stereotypes, but I think in like a fu- in like a way that's like, oh, this is there's some truth to this. And that yeah. was just like, wah, wah. Dude, like you, you can't you can't get away from the stereotype of the, the two fat people making eyes at, at each other. Yeah, no. that, that'll always be it's, funny. She gave him there. she gave him classic Looney Tunes Auga eyes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, have you ever seen the movie Cold Mountain? Yeah, there's a part in there where they're <laughs> they're in they're in like a whorehouse, uh-huh. and like they play that same thing with like the like the like the fat person who's getting anything, but it's just played in such a raw Civil War way where yeah. they I think it's Cold Mountain. They're gonna bring this one guy, and and the the one girl they turn to, she's like this like big brassy woman. And she goes, "I'm gonna make him. I'm gonna make him rub me till I grunt." Oh <laughs> it's such a it's Dude, such a like how bad would it suck for you to be a short fat bald guy <laughs> going to a whorehouse and you're just like even then you're like i have money i'm paying this is transactional sex and you still have to be with like the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's well, it what's, what i was gonna say earlier is like they do a good job in the third act of humanizing a lot of characters where they have like the grandma mm-hmm. the brother but they completely dehumanize those two that's characters so yeah. Funny. That's why I stood out. <laughs> yeah. So the father gets up, gives the speech. He says, "Our last name means in Greek means apple. Your last no, name orange. There's the orange. Greek is orange. Yeah. Greek is orange. And Miller is apple. Miller means apple. So we're like apples and oranges. But in the end, we're all fruit. Mm-hmm. We're all fruit. Oh. By the way, I big gave you a house. 
by the way, I gave you a fucking house. You never forget it. What'd yeah. your parents do? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and parents. then we had the Wasp Redemption. We yeah, mm-hmm. Wasp Justice. We didn't see Opa. We wanted to see Wasp Redemption. With yeah, Opa, it was weird. He was like, what do you say? And she said the other yeah, Greek term that's like Opa. a cheers. And like yeah. he, and so we didn't get a, we didn't get a full Opa out mm-hmm. of them. They Did took we a get, shot. Did we get them spinning yeah, in the dance? Yeah. We got them in the spinning dance. Mm-hmm. But I wanted a bigger I wanted a bigger rapping grandma for the mom and dad. We didn't really get that. Well, yeah, they they took the shot. Like before the alcohol made them drunk, and this time it loosened them up in like a good way. It kind of showed that they were already kind of loose and they mm-hmm. were like, This oh, this ouzo is really good. Yeah. Can we get yeah. a little more of that? Yeah. But I, yeah, I don't that just seems like such a swing and a miss. Cause <laughs> we, they take the shot and then they go dance. Yeah. Which is like, okay. Yeah. You're loosening up, but what a swing and a miss to not just have both the wasp parents just yell yeah. Opa as loud as you can. And I everyone's know. just like, ah! I know. Like, you you know what happens if we get a spinoff with the mom? Because you saw when she drank and she was like, Whoo. yeah. The spinoff is just my big fat Greek intervention. Yeah, <laughs> when she just gets too hooked on Uzo. Don't talk to me about my Uzo. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we yeah. There is a little bit of swing. And one of the thing. things I want to talk about is the wedding planning mm-hmm. and like. What was interesting about this movie is the conflict is not, I don't think, there between Ian and Tula. Mm -hmm. The conflict is there between Tula Tula and her family, Mm -hmm. her father, her big family, her sisters, things like that. And I guess that that makes sense. And that's why it's like, it's interesting. Is this even like a romantic comedy? Because I feel like, I mean, that's a question I'd love to ask at Mm -hmm. the end of all of these movies when we do this project. Or is this just like a comedy that involves a wedding and, and a relationship? Because none of the comedy, I feel like, had to do with the silliness of the two of them together. It more had to do with like her bringing someone into the absurdity that is her family. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's why the movie was such a financial success yeah. and rings differently than most than most movies like this like it's it's bringing in as the foremost element the social aspect of how two families come together not will they won't they yeah will they won't they is probably what most are i mean that's what a lot when of harry Sally is yeah. will they won't they they're they're friends how can you be is friends? that is that a is that a term that you coined will they won't they? No, no that's that's right. like a it's like a ross and rachel wish. thing too yeah okay. yeah <sighs> I wish I would have coined that. I wish you coined it. Kevin, Kevin, please coined that in 2022. Um, but yeah, this it, there's never will they, won't they? There's just they're together, and yeah. and I guess that takes the conflict down. But it also, you are right. You are right that it's like it's between their families, and it's mm-hmm. primarily, if anything, the Tula and her her family. She's the protagonist, but in a way, the father has the biggest role as at the end to just be like, we're just we're we're all just people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all just fruit. Yeah, he's he gets to be full on Greek and also like accept other people. He has the biggest change. She doesn't really change. Aiden doesn't really change. She changes in the beginning. <clears throat> she changes in the beginning. Yeah, yeah when she, she does. when she goes from uh, you know frumpy. That's even what Aiden calls her, frumpy, right? He, she calls, she calls she herself like, frumpy. frumpy face. And then he's like, I didn't see. She goes straight from like frumpy, yeah, hostess yeah. to 
to sa- savvy uh, yeah computer. savvy travel agent savvy travel agent. <laughs> dude once i became a travel agent i started i defrumped myself uh, dude, do you think you, a you lot of her, her travel agent blouses had large one inch shoulder pads in them yes absolutely yeah the I costume designer they had to edit those out in post the shoulder pads <laughs> maybe when they were kissing on the bridge it wasn't Aiden's shoulder that was blocking it was her shoulder pads her, her shoulder pads from her <laughs> from the from the suit that she got at at, uh, at Ann Taylor Loft yeah exactly I bet um, I bet that she gets a couple of suits at Ross too just off Ross, the sale rack just because yeah. she's got to buy so many yeah yeah, yeah. um so I. You asked me at the end of the movie, like, how was it? And I was like, I, I need to process it more and think. But, but I would love to hear, what did you guys think of the movie? What was your, like, are we rating these movies? Are we doing like a one to five? Or are we just kind of sharing our thoughts on them? Well, I would say that this movie was, it's not my favorite. I'm, I'm, I'm used to like, I grew up watching art movies and being overly artsy. We talked about this. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah. so, and I missed a lot of like broad, broad movies. Yeah. I think this movie, I can understand why it was a success. And yeah. I think that it's still, I don't know if there's another movie that I would point to that I'm like, oh, it's exactly like that. I understand mm-hmm. why it existed in the world and was like a surprise hit. Yeah. Um, But a lot of those times they don't, they don't, uh, there are other, they're a little dated. And even this, like there, there are parts of sex in the city that are like very dated. Yeah. You know, even story wise. And like, I think the father character and the, I don't know, there was good and there was bad things. I can tell why it was successful. Ultimately I'd be like, yeah, three out of three stars, Mm -hmm. you know, it was like a three star movie when it came out that resonated deeper than, it should have because of the way they handled the, right. the material. Right. Also think about this. I don't know if this, I would be interested to see if anyone's written on this or anything, but like, okay, it's, it's, it's produced shot around 2000 ish, maybe 2001. It's, it's released in April of 2002. 9-11 happened in September of 2001 People are probably wanting a family comedy about coming together. Mm. Like nobody's like no one is wanting to go see a disaster movie. Interesting. People are like, hey, what's a thing that, you know, I can get together with like like we're all Americans here. Mm -hmm. Even though it's made by a Canadian. But it's like, you know, we're all Americans here. The family wants to go out and watch a movie. We're in That's a recession. We're about to go into a war. Like mm-hmm. this is just a fun time for the family. Like I think that's a huge part of what this mm-hmm. movie was. And wow. at that that's po- very insightful. Yeah. Well, you know, I went to film school at a liberal arts college. <laughs> so what do you expect? I may not have watched art movies growing up, but I went to a four-year university. No, that's and just kind that's of just got a film you education. Understanding dates and history, not film. <laughs> that's why I said I didn't really go to a real film school. I went to a liberal arts college. Um, but yeah, I just I think that like that's a big part of the success of this because yeah. even when you're saying that, I was like, to me, this is a it's a family movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's like it's not it's not a big rom com really. It is, but it's it's more like like you're talking about the conflict. It's very soft on the conflict. Yeah. You know, there's like not, and we even talked about this and what we just watched, like a lot of like third act kind of like, okay, we got to get this in. We got to get this in. Like 
the tone sort of shifts in the third act. Yeah. But it's not an offensive movie by any means. Right, no. And that's kind of probably what people wanted then. It's yeah. very safe. Even, I don't know how to even bring this up and discuss it, but I'm going to just go for it. It's even a peek inside of a culture that is not too different than in the average American. You know, oh, like, yeah. This yeah. is not like... Uh, you know, my large Muslim family. Which <laughs> oh, I think yeah. Would be like, it, exactly. It's like, yeah, this totally. Is like my big fat Greek wedding where yeah. it's like kind of understandable. Because, yeah. you know, yeah. the average viewer, they, like from the South, they look like me. They yeah. dress yeah. like me, kind of, with a little extra jewelry. And yeah. they eat very similar other than, you know, and so they're not taking even much risk as to what the cultural and ethnic differences are. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I think... I think that totally, especially when it's about two cultures coming together mm-hmm. and, and it's like a very like, not, not safe, but yeah, it's yeah, like it's, Greek it's people are, um, this reminded me like some of those big scenes. I was like, oh, this is like the Sopranos big mm, scenes. Yeah, the Sopranos. absolutely. And you're used to that with like Italian culture, but we're so used to culturally because of movies, we're way more inundated with Italian food and culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but it's like so instead of they say spanakopita instead of uh you know spaghetti C- cannoli <laughs> cannoli yeah. yeah we we know Calzone. cannolis but yeah. in 2002 people were like spanakopita totally that you know so i, I do think you're right i think that's 100% why the movie and also you could bring your you could bring your kid oh, totally. and you could bring Absolutely. grandma yeah and you could you could bring um a date so it's like Mm -hmm. it's covering a lot of ground absolutely um in that sense yeah the other movies in 2002 oh yeah i'd be very curious popular 2002 movies uh jerry seinfeld comedian actually came out that year which is a documentary but the uh big movies blue crush was out okay uh punch drunk love came out that year okay the hot chick with rob schneider Mm. catch me if you can wow great movie great movie a walk to remember uh, Spun. Do you remember Spun? No. Uh, is it Brittany? Is Brittany Murphy in that? You remember that movie poster? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Mr. Deeds, Jackass. We look up highest grossing of yeah, that sure. year because yeah, one hour photo, one hour photo signs. Okay, let me look up highest grossing. Yeah, highest grossing would be interesting because obviously it's like I love Punch Drunk Love, but it's like probably yeah. made twenty million dollars totally. Um, and this is. Okay. Okay. Highest grossing. Wow. Uh, for 2002, Spider-Man. The, the Toby, first Tobey Maguire one? Um, it. Uh, if it's just called Spider-Man, then yeah. It's just like, Spider-Man. That's yeah. insane. That's crazy. Highest grossing, $400 million. Uh, Star Wars Attack of the Clones, episode wow. two. Wow. That's Jeez. Harry Potter and Chamber of Secrets. Jeez. Signs. Okay. They were just in the chamber? Just they were in the, the chamber. chamber. They weren't even into Azkaban yet. Wait, this is... What? Let, let's go... Let's just go through the first, like, 10 of these mm-hmm. signs. Yep. My Big Fat Greek Wedding's number five. Okay. So two, that, two Towers came out. Austin Powers came wait, out. Wait, it made more it made money more than, than Two Towers? towers? Yes. <laughs> yep. The, in the gross, it definitely did. And then, hold on. Two Towers, Austin Powers, Men in Black, Ice Age and a Beautiful Mind. The thing that's interesting in this is, out of all of those movies, none of them are really like My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Like you got Spider Man, you got Attack of the Clones, you got Harry Potter, you got Signs, you got Lord of the Rings, Austin Powers, 
Men in Black, Ice Age, Beautiful Mind. All like, of those none are, of those are big family all comedies. All of those are tent tent poles too. Yes, the top exactly. Four that and then insane. after that are all movies that they're still making IP yep. about, like Absolute, right now. Absolutely. This was the only one that's kind of like a new ish idea, but also kind of like a that like makes a me think that within the next family movie, yeah. in the next five years, we're gonna see another My Big Fat Greek something. But where I mean, Maybe. yeah, I mean, you got to think that it's someone, it's some analyst's job at the movie studio to just go comb through Dude. data like that and be like, oh, I made this much in this much time. Like, like Marvel, Spider-Man just made a bunch of movie. Star Wars just made a bunch of movie. They're Disney Plus stuff. They're like, let's just reboot whatever else is on the list. Do you think because you mentioned this about it being like kind of non-offensive, but still cultural. Do you think where we could do a My Big Fat Muslim Wedding? at this point because they're 20 years after like the show Rami is about a Muslim family going through these struggles living in Northern New Jersey and how it's just like, it's a, it's like normal immigrant family. I mean, honestly, do I like, do I want that? Yes. Cause I think it would be awesome yeah. and entertaining. And like, if I think it would like really help people understand that. I think ultimately these movies are really good for helping people understand this culture mm -hmm. because they don't take them super seriously mm -hmm. and you can peek inside the lightheartedness. Do I think that would ever play in parts of America? hundred percent. No. Not. Yeah. Like totally. if, if someone is glued to, yeah. to a certain TV station, net news network, like they would never go see yeah. a movie about Muslim culture. And that's, that's sad to me, but well, I think it is what it is. We're maybe in a bigger polarization now than we were 20 years ago. In exactly. A lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. Well, I also think, um, is there a, are, are stories like this told um, on those same screens? Like that, that even shows like you're at the beginning of like, is it worth $20 for me to go see this family thing? I'll wait for it to go on streaming. So yeah, I don't, and then even once that happens, things don't necessarily become these like blockbuster streaming things. It's mm -hmm. like, you got to see it. You got to see it. It, it does happen. Mm -hmm. But it's it's almost like this genre of storytelling would take place in, I don't know, not, not the movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on TV. Yeah. And I'm sure this influenced tons of storytelling that happens on mm -hmm. um, on TV scripts and stuff and and even reality even people like what we're, they're trying to show in reality tv yeah they're probably being like do you want to peek inside different family lives and cultures yeah like, mm -hmm. here's the kardashians that's kind of like what like, wife swap was yeah. too wife swap was like can i fuck her <laughs> <laughs> can i fuck her <laughs> oh, okay i was just asking Oh, it's a, it's more of a family swap where i just hang out and do her chores wait hold on fuck? i gotta raise these kids too I'm out. I'm out. But wait. Hey, everybody, <laughs> welcome. Last season, we wanted to raise the stakes. A lot of you said there wasn't enough conflict. So we're changing it. It's wife swap. Can you fuck her edition? <laughs> it's wife swap. Yes, you can. Because yeah. <laughs> you're all asking that question. Yeah. Uh, before before we answer it, let me get it. Yes, you can. Absolutely. We're, thanks for coming. Oh. We're going to do our uh, additions real quick. But before you ask the question, yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Pretty crazy. It was just called wife swap too. Wife swap. It's yeah. like such a it's it's such a such a like patriarchal like show yeah. of like oh yeah, I mean the whole thing. Yeah, you see the family and stuff. What's gonna get people in here? 
Wife, wife swap. swap. Yeah. Husband swap? No. No. Wife swap. The no, 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 no. Nobody, love, nobody wants another I husband. I would love to be at that pitch meeting. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That would, that would be in the pitch meeting, though. It's just like, what are we going to do about the... Okay, never mind. No, we won't. <laughs> we just won't talk about it. We won't talk about it. We're going to hint at it with a few couples. Dude. I Yeah, I mean, I think that this... If if you could trace the influence of this movie, it just wouldn't necessarily be on movies because mm. that's the thing with the surprise, with the surprise hit. Like all this magic happens with like, you know, you make something and then you're like, whoa! I thought people would relate to my family, but actually, yeah, man, family is like such a huge thing. Yeah, totally. Um, and. I, I don't I don't think they could have predicted it. Obviously, they saw the potential in it, or else they wouldn't have given. Dude, Nia shout out to Hanks, man! Yeah, shout out to Hanks. It's it is and kind Rita. of okay. And Rita. and Rita, she was Greek. Playtone, yeah, Rita, Rita, Rita. Wilsonopolis. So, exactly. do you think do you think Hanks saw himself in in Ian's character? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, that's I if that's what his wedding was like. I mean, that's what. Well, my I big fat Hanks wedding. My big fat Hanks wedding. You can totally see how like. Um, Hanks has his finger on the pulse of like, you realize like this has everything. Yeah, and he is like, this is a one woman show. It's like, no, it's not. Like he's like, look, when I sent Chet to Greek school, yeah, exactly like the same ending. thing, same thing. Um, but yeah, he's this is definitely a Tom Hanks Meg Ryan yeah movie. Mm. Yeah. Um, you've got you've got you've got Feta. <laughs> Corey, what was your? You gave it a three. Like, what was your takeaway? Did you like it? Enjoy it? I yeah, I liked it. Um, I liked it. Didn't like the end. Felt mm-hmm. like felt like I. It was inevitable, surprising, but inevitable. But I wanted more. Mm-hmm. Like the wedding was not as well to me. The 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 crazy scenes were the pre wedding, mm-hmm. and I felt like the things they set up were like, oh no, she's got a zit, mm-hmm. and then they have the little payoff. He's like, I had a zit. I use Windex, like. Mm-hmm. You get all those little tie-ups, but it wasn't as strong for me. Yeah. Um, Imagine this movie crushes it on airplanes. Yes. Oh yeah. I, this is like such an airplane movie. Like, you know, I I bet Katie has watched this movie totally. on an airplane. I think it crushes on airplanes, and I think it crushes it at um, family holidays when people are back home. Totally. It's like let's watch Big Fat Greek Wedding again, yeah. and somebody falls asleep, and mm-hmm. like you know, mom or dad loves it or yeah. whatever. I, um, I mean, I bet every Greek family probably loves it, even if you're a little bit Greek. But I bet, like, even like big Armenian families yeah. probably love totally. like, anyone who's. Do we have Armenian any? shout on this? I'm going to give it a two and a half. Two I don't need to go too hard on it because yeah. I did. I enjoyed a lot of the lead up. Yeah, yeah. but I, not a favorite. I'm also curious because the the format we're watching these in are like 30 minute chunks at a time, yeah, and totally. I wonder if like if we because we want to analyze and talk about the movies and really examine them. I wonder if our ratings are going to be less because yeah. of how we're consuming them. Emotionally, we're losing a little bit of the, we're, we're, we're putting a break on anything that would catch you up in the movie. Yeah. Do you, um, have you seen Phantom Thread, John? I have. I love that movie. See, because that obviously conflict is like big a big time. fat mushroom omelet. Yeah. <laughs> but that would be a movie where we would come back and sit down. And it is a rom com, by the way. So we should cover what? that at hundred percent a rom com. Oh, I can't wait to watch that movie but again. That would be a movie if you if you've seen it, I won't spoil it, but that'd be a movie where like it's really interesting like last episode would be like, I, I'm interested to see where it goes and we would set the mics up and be like, What the fuck? What? So I do think that there this was like 
a, bl- a blandish ending, especially for such a spicy culture. Um, but it was like a safe ending um, that avoided conflict, which I think is why people went to it or whatever. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think that our formatting is changing our yeah. opinion of the ending. I just think the ending was like kind of like a softball. Mm. I do think I honestly think when you think about what um, climax is and what uh, what's the word the release word. Um, ejaculation (laughs) (laughs) it's literally the story word for ejaculation i mean climax literally is but uh uh not pathos fucking um i know i know what it is but i'm like not picking up on it's the release of what you want and and i do honestly think something as small as just like you see the uh, the backup of the entire wedding yeah and then both the both the waspy parents in the beginning just scream opa as much as they can and everyone cheers and then they all go in and hug and kiss and then and then you pull out and it's credits and you don't even need that they're married at the end i do right. think that that would give you that feeling of like oh man yeah you you're right yeah you could have a denouement of you get that you have the huge party and then you either have them run out of the church or you just have them not run out of the church, but you have them like run out of the reception and get in the car. And then you just get like a drone shot going up with your voice over there. They didn't have drones back then. They had technocranes. You, technocranes. you know what else we could do? They, the two parents should have been in the final denouement. The mm. two parents should have been like, here's your backpack. And then they leave. Mm. Ah. And then I, I the think waspy that, parents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the waspy parents so should have moved for, across the street. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Uh, my big fat Greek wedding. Check it out if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. Check out our Patreon where we're going to be doing more movies. And yeah. you vote on the next movie if you do our Patreon. What are we doing for our next movie here? Uh, I'm not sure. We're done. The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at the Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. <laughs>